This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. How doers get more done. wall with me parker kligerin and another betting edition so last week kansas my smart pick joe logano 13 to 1 what's he do he gets to the lead on a late pit stop and holds off kevin harvick in an epic duel to the finish well an epic bit of blocking i guess you should say nonetheless i look like a genius i won 13 to 1 that's 65 racing beans back to me therefore this week, we have 102 racing beans to play with heading into Texas. Another mile and a half. Who are we not going to pick? Joe Logano. Nope. He's already into the championship four. Don't see him winning again. But who we are going to pick, let's jump into that. So we'll start with my safety pick, and that starts with Chase Elliott in the nine car, plus 850. I'm putting 10 racing beans on him. Now to my smart picks. So we saw I got, I got it last week, right? So maybe... This week, smart picks are going to be just as on fire. Well, my two that I've picked in the smart pick category are Brad Kozlowski in the two car at plus 1,100. That's 15 racing beans. Uh, and then Alex Bowman in the 88 car, plus 2,500. 15 racing beans. Got to take that one. He was super fast at the most recent mile and a half. That's probably closer to this one, meaning Vegas. Uh, and then in the long shots category. So, these uh, these are tough because when you get this late in the playoffs, it is very rare to see a non-playoff car put themselves in position to win, right? It's the playoff cars just have so much emphasis. They have so much backing at this point. They're really tough to beat. Well, there's just two drivers. I really liked in the long shot category because of what we saw at Texas in the summer where the three car and the eight car, Tyler Reddick and Austin uh, Dillon got to the lead through pitch strategy, and we're able to hold on to it. We may see something crazy like that. So, Kurt Busch in the one car, plus 3,000, five racing beans on him. And then the man we've now learned is going to go into the TV booth. He's going to be great. He's already been great in the couple appearances he's had. Clickboard in the 14 car, plus 5,000, five racing beans there. He was pretty fast in this race last year. Now, those are my picks for the win. We got to jump into some of the groups and the matchups. One group that stuck out to me from my friends at Points Bet Sportsbook uh, is the Group C matchup, which was Eric Jones versus Kurt Busch versus Eric Amarola versus William Byron. And William Byron was plus 300. I'm taking Willie B on that one. Ran great at Kansas in the top 10. It was really quick. Definitely taking Willie B. 20 racing means on that. Uh, and then one of the matchups that stuck out to me was Kyle Busch versus Alex Bowman. Uh, from our friends at Points Bet Sportsbook, with Bowman being plus 105, I'm putting 20 racing beans on him. He's definitely going to beat Kyle Busch. So, those are my picks. Let me know what you think of those. Obviously, last week you couldn't have done any better than me because uh, I picked the winner. This week, hoping to do the same, but I'm sure if you don't like them, you'll let me know in the comments below, and we'll add this all up and see if I'm just flush with racing beans come next week.
Welcome to another edition of Splash and Go presented by Coca-Cola. And you know, as we get closer to Halloween, we expect some tricks, but it's been a lot of treats for drivers this week. You see, we're joined by Eric Jones. And if we could, I'm just going <laughs> to. Welcome to the program. And that's why Eric's on. We do have an urgent announcement because Eric Jones uh, has big news joining the 43 Richard Petty Motorsports. I mean, the iconic number, the iconic team. Eric, your thoughts on uh, just your big news. Yeah, I mean, obviously happy to finally, uh, you know, get the deal done and get it announced. You start to work on these deals and there's a lot of things that got to come into play and, and get in the right spots. And uh, once you get close, then everybody starts asking you if, if that's what you're doing and that's where you're going and that's what's happening. And it's like, well, you, you don't want to really tell anybody because you don't want to beat out there first. So um, you know, happy just have it announced and have it done. And, uh, you know, now, uh, we can really start working on next year. You know, there's, there's still three races left this season with JGR, but, uh, you know, we can, we can start to focus on next year with RPM and that's, uh, that's the important thing for me. Eric, you mentioned, you know, you still have a couple races left with Joe Gibbs. You've had an incredible run in the playoffs. You guys have been amazingly consistent. You had a lot of speed, a lot of these races. How much do you think performance late in this season and really, Obviously, the wins you've had played into Richard Petty's decision to bring you on board. You know, I think it was a little bit of both. It was, um, you know, obviously really encouraging to have uh, them reach out to me and, you know, obviously express that interest. And, and that was, uh, you know, a big factor really in my decision making was, you know, you want to go somewhere where you're wanted and you're appreciated. And, and RPM reached out and was really interested. And, you know, I think the like you said, the two things really played into it. I think having those wins in the past helped. And then I think really this, this performance here in the second half and later part of the season has helped too. And I don't know that uh, we've really done much different. We've just had some better races and things going our way and the cars have been really good. So, um, you know, I, I think it's definitely helped. It's, it's really a lot easier when you go into conversations and, you know, your last three, four weeks, you've been running in the, in the top three or top five every week. That, that makes things pretty quick when you're, when you're talking with teams. So, um, obviously would love to add a win on that before the season's out, but you know, I think it's, uh, it's definitely made things a little bit easier here. Eric and reading, um, some of the quotes from, from the announcement today, um, you talked about how you feel like you and Richard Petty Motorsports both sort of have something to prove. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, you know, I, I think we do. And, um, you know, for myself continuing to, to go out and be, you know, competitive in the cup series and running up front and, and wanting to obviously get back to victory lane. Uh, we haven't done it this year. So, you know, going to RPM next year, uh, getting to victory lane is the ultimate goal. And, and I think it's the same for them. You know, they want to, they want to go out and be, you know, up front and contending for wins and winning races. And, and that's the goal that we're both, you know, going to build to. And I, I think that's a cool, uh, a cool situation for both of us, you know, for me, going to a single car team is something that I'm <clears throat> pretty excited about. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a big change from where I'm at now, but I think it's going to be a good one and, and, and having a smaller group of guys where I can really get to know everybody and really get focused on, you know, one sole effort uh, to go out there each and every weekend, I think it's going to be a pretty neat experience. So Eric, this is definitely an interesting year in 2021 because we know we have that new car coming in 2022, big changes for all of these teams this team, Richard Petty Motorsports, has been on an upward trajectory over the last couple of years. They've been getting faster and better, closer aligned with RCR. Where do you see the performance level going next year? And is, is the team wanting to invest next year? Or is this a lot of, hey, let's build, focus on 2022 and be the best we can then? Yeah, I, I think that was a 
you know, a big part of my decision as well is seeing where they've been going the last couple of years and it, it is in the right direction. You know, I think they've been getting their stuff better. The alliance with RCR has obviously been huge for them and, and they've been continuing to improve their cars. Um, you know, talking with them, I, I think the goal is obviously win now. You know, I don't think that it's, it's a focus for 2022 specifically. Uh, I think next year, you know, is what we're focused on over there right now and, you know, in getting, getting wins now and, and being competitive now. So, uh, talking to them, I think we're really excited for the new car. I think it's going to be a good thing for a lot of teams, uh, including RPM, but uh, it's definitely going to be, you know, focus on next year and going out and being competitive right out of the gate. Eric, on the personal side, I mean, you grew up watching, following racing. I know your, your dad was, you know, your, your biggest fan. Um, as a little boy in Michigan, if you had thought, I'm going to drive the number 43 for the King, what would you have thought as a little boy in Michigan? Uh, I probably wouldn't have believed you. Uh, you know, I, growing up, uh, my parents were big race fans and, uh, specifically, uh, my grandmother, she was a huge Richard Petty fan. So, uh, she's been pretty geeked about this whole situation, uh, for about the last week. And she texted me about every day asking if she could tell people yet. And I said, no, you, you gotta just wait till Wednesday and then you can tell whoever you want. So, uh, she thought that's really cool. And, you know, for me, I, I mean, I think it's really special too. You know, I've, I'm, and a pretty avid fan of the history of this sport and where things have been and where we've come from. Uh, and just a few conversations that I've been able to have uh, with the King himself has been pretty neat, you know, getting to talk to him about the history, going to the museum and seeing all the old cars and where their original shop was uh, in level cross has been pretty neat. And uh, his interest still in the sport is, is at an all time high. And that's really cool to see. And uh, I'm looking forward you know, to him being a big part of it next year. Well, thank you for, uh, for joining us, taking some time and sharing the, the news. It's a big day for you. I know you and your family. So thank you for joining us here on uh, Splash and Go. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Of course, Eric Jones, the most recent, recent announcement, but this week has certainly been busy as we take a look at really the movement for 2021. We know uh, a lot of drivers are moving to different addresses or different cars. Parker, big news for Chase Briscoe, making the move from Xfinity Series up to the Cup Series next season. Right. First, I just have to take a... Oh, uh, yes. I'm sorry. Right. Your car. Right. Cool. cool. Uh, huge for Chase Briscoe. I, I love the, um, you know, the videos they put out of Tony Stewart telling him, but Chase, such a good kid, such a hardworking racer. You know, if you're a fan out there that loves the old school mantra of a racer who literally just races his way to the top level, then that is Chase Briscoe. You know, he slept on couches. He was working in an ARCA team that I used to drive for, um, which then eventually gave him a shot in the car. He's a classic story of, you know, just grit and determination and getting to the top. So such a cool thing to see him get the 14 car. And I think he called a shot. He said, if I win, what, eight plus races, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. And sure enough, he's done that. And so um, you, you couldn't, you know, if he didn't get there, it wouldn't make any sense in the world. So I'm very happy to see that. Well, and I'm a fan of the fact that he's racing for his hero. Yes, he's raced for Tony Stewart in the Xfinity Series, but to get that cup ride, to reach that level, the guy that you, and we just talked Eric Jones, how his grandma loved Richard Petty, and now Eric's driving for him. Kind of a similar thing with Chase, uh, making it to the cup level, driving for his hero, an Indiana guy. Um, the two of them, Tony Stewart and Chase Briscoe. Of course, the other news, and really the week, I guess, Parker started with, um, you know, the fact that Kyle Larson has been reinstated. He is eligible for all NASCAR activities starting January 1st, 2021. Um, your thoughts on this news and where will we see Kyle Larson? Well, uh, there's been a lot of speculation about one team. All the signs 
seem to be pointing towards one team. The musical chairs seem to be pointing towards one team, and that team would be Hendrick Motorsports. So uh, I think we can expect something, hopefully, in the near future. But I uh, I think this is a reunion, and or at least a union that has been talked about for a long time, right? When would uh, Kyle Larson, one of the most talented drivers in all of NASCAR, get the opportunity, one of the biggest, best teams? Um, and I think next year will be that opportunity. Okay, so dominoes sort of starting to fall. You're so young, Parker. Do you even know what dominoes are? I have seen them once or twice. Dominoes? Okay. Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure. They're like the so, same as a Rubik's Cube to me, you know? That's right, it. exactly. Yes, generational. I understand. Okay, so no matter who's going where and what car, we the ones who are on the track have Texas to deal with this weekend. So is there a specific driver of the uh, in the round of eight that you are going to be watching this weekend? Well, I think this is an interesting one for the 19 team of Martin Truex Jr., James Small. You know, they went into Kansas with a car that they felt like was a huge step forward for them. It did not show up on the racetrack. They were a top 10 car by all means. But, you know, to go up there and compete against the 22 or the four, I don't think they quite had the speed. I think they were disappointed in that. I saw Martin Truex remark afterwards that they've been off. Um, and, you know, they've been so fast in mile and a half at times this year that, I think, you know, if they went to Texas and they don't show that speed, then that's very worrisome that they're 31 points down for the cut line. They've got to go there and do what the 19 team does very well. And that is be a dominant car mile and a half. So I think there's a lot of pressure on the 19 team. Uh, if they want to be a part of that championship four and to go fight for this championship, they've got to find it this weekend at Texas. And I think, you know, for this team, there has been an emphasis throughout the year that, you know, they have, they're the same team that when Cole Pern led it, right? They're the same team that went out there and fought for a championship in a lot of ways. But, you know, to see a little bit of faltering here late in the round of eight, I just think it's, uh, you know, they need to go find that little special something that they've shown before to go and fight for a championship. And a lot of people probably had them in the championship for. So I think this would be a very big shock if they don't make it. Well, is it spooky for anyone else here? Let me see. Let me get out the spooky uh -oh. here. Oh. oh my oh my what is, that? is it is it spooky oh we've got props don't worry uh is anyone else uh, should anyone else be scared heading to texas uh well anyone who looks into that mirror 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. but i think you know when you look at it uh you know there's there's very few even when you look at denny hamlin like i was gonna ask should denny hamlin be scared okay I mean, we saw him, what was it, a year ago? He went there where they tried a very experimental car and spun out all over the place and wrecked. I mean, that you can't do that. They have to have a solid day. They have to, you know, as long as they're solid, they're fine. But they cannot afford a, you know, huge mistake or blowing a tire early on or an engine or anything like that. So the 11 team is definitely not in a super safe spot. And I think, you know, they would have liked to have gotten that victory last weekend at Kansas yeah. to ensure themselves. So Chris Gabehart. Denny Hamlin, they've been on fire this year right there with Ford, Kevin Harvick, but they definitely, uh, you know, can't rest easy going into Texas. All right, you take a drink of your Coke. I'm going to grab the spooky phone real quick. All right. We've never done this on Splash and Go, where we've gotten up out of our seat, I think. We have all the props. Okay, I got it. Let's, let's, we'll answer, let's see what the spooky phone has to say. I know who you are. Oh, that's... <laughs> So who will be in victory lane? I guess that's a big question. You have to tune in um, this weekend. We'll see you there. Thanks, Parker. Thanks, everyone, Bye. for watching. We'll see you this weekend from Texas. It's officially grilling season at the Home Depot. 
$5. So don't miss Memorial Day savings on grills happening now. So you can celebrate with a backyard barbecue for the whole block. Step up your grill game and serve up a feast with the next grill four burner gas grill with durability to last summer after summer. On special buy, only $199. Get ready for a whole summer of entertaining at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.